This is the World Cup After Dark podcast on the World Football Index. If you're listening, there's probably two things that you're asking yourself. One, what is the World Cup After Dark podcast? That's a great question. We'll get to that in a second. And two, why did the World Football Index say yes to running this podcast? That's the question you'll probably have after you listen to today's show. I'm Austin Miller, joined by Amit Malik. Amit, it's great to have you. Great to be with you. I know we've both been looking forward to this. Fantastic to be here, Austin. We have been looking forward to it. So much so that we tried recording once and it didn't work. This is the second attempt. We didn't get that far in. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is still going according to plan. Yeah. I mean, it's not going according to plan, but did we ever expect it to? That's what I mean. Sure. So what is the World Cup After Dark podcast? Uh, Look, we're going to make you two promises. One, we're not going to be the best World Cup podcast you listen to. Two, we will unquestionably be the stupidest. Mm -hmm. And I think we can fulfill both those promises pretty easily. Yeah, we will deliver on those two promises. Yeah, you, you want. I feel very confident about number one. And yeah. I feel very confident about number two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely number one. Definitely number one. I don't know. Maybe, uh, number two. I don't know what other people sure, are. That's cooking, right. That's right. Up in yeah. their garages. <laughs> like, come on. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. There could be some other stuff out there. We don't sure. know. But number one, we can assure you. Yeah. You want tactics. You want serious analysis? You want just straight recaps? That's not that's not what we're here no, for. No, that's not what no, we're at. It's not what we're good at. No, it's the after dark mentality. You may know us from our previous work if you know Austin or I. We embrace that. You mentality. also may not, and that's totally no, fine. That's totally fine. The after dark mentality is basically take what you would normally talk about and then just shift it. Yeah, into a no holds barred free for all. Exactly. We know that there's lots of content out there about the World Cup. And a lot of it on the World Football Index. Yeah, That'll be very good. It'll and be you very check good. It out. And you should check it out. And our thing is that we want to have fun with this World Cup. We're going to be watching a lot of it. And we want to impart that fun to you. So sure. that's what this is. This is the things that we're having fun with, we just want to share. Sure. Is it going to be things you have fun with? That's where you have to find out and right. listen. Yeah. 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 You never know. Also, we're going to be watching a lot of the World Cup. Mm. Probably all of the World Cup. And we're not getting paid a cent for it. And we don't have anything really to do with it. So we decided to make a podcast. Yeah, just to remember things, see what's, you know, what piques our interest. Just to feel, feel like we did yeah, something. Feel, feel accomplished. Now, we'll see how proud we are at the end, but going in, our idea is let's, let's, let's just have a podcast to, to feel fulfilled. That's where we're going with this thing. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to talk about what we want to talk about. Um, it should be a good time. I, 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 we, we've been really excited for this. We have been. We've been trying to record for a little while. I've been under the weather, very under the weather, but I'm back. I'm ready. I've been recording a lot of other serious podcasts, which have not allowed me to ask the questions that I'm going to ask you today. (laughs) I can't wait for these questions. (laughs) They're going to be good ones. Yeah. They're going to be good ones. Um, but no, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're, we're, we'll figure out a schedule for how we want to do this. Should be semi-regularly, Sure. you know, at least multiple podcasts. Like how multiple that's for us to decide. It depends on how lazy, how lazy slash, we are, yeah. how interesting things are to talk about. Sure. You know, we don't want to just come on and talk. This is not going to be Euro 2016. No. I, I feel very confident in that. No, I'm going to be so going to be entertaining. Yeah, I feel so bummed if it's going to be Euro 2016. I just don't think the teams in this tournament are going to deliver. Well, we'll we we'll can get into that sure. a bit too. Um, but yeah, schedule. We'll figure it out. We will be semi regularly. We're just going to be delivering 
uh, our fun takes about yeah. what's happening. Let's, you, let's you, you can listen to us or you can not listen to us. We're probably going to do the podcast regardless. Yeah, exactly. It's for us. Yeah, right. we should say that. Uh, yeah. We're doing this for us. So yeah. if you like it, great. If you don't, no problem. Yeah. Uh, all right. On today's show, we're going to do 32 teams in 32 minutes. So, you know, all those World Football Index group preview podcasts we've been doing, listen to those if you want to know actual analysis. If you want to know Amit and I scrolling to the Wikipedia of 2018 FIFA squads page and letting you know what stands out to us in 60 seconds, oh boy, is this show for you. And then we're going to tell you 10 things that will happen at the World Cup. <laughs> they, they will happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Some of them are, are good predictions. Some of them are not good predictions. We'll see. Yeah. We'll get into that when we get there. But we've got 32 teams to get to, Amit. We've only got 32 minutes to do it. So I'm going to start a timer on every team. Okay. And when I don't know what noise Google Timer is going to make, but when it makes that noise, we're done. All right. All right. Get you in? Yeah, I'm in. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Timer started. Russia. They're the hosts. They're not very good. It's more likely if Russia does well that things were rigged than they actually play well. That's my initial take about Russia. Sure. Because up and down, there's just is not a lot of good talent in this squad. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. But they're they're not good, and they have a really good group. And yeah, lucky, they might that should be expected to advance out of this group. They're going to benefit from what is unquestionably probably the worst group in FIFA World Cup history, mm. and that's a benefit to them as the hosts. Like Russia's absolutely in a situation of it where they can get four points and get out of this group and not actually be good, and then just get throttled by somebody in the round of sixteen, and that might be a success. Yeah, and you know the atmosphere should be really good for them too. It'll be a lot of fun to watch them. Especially because they're not going to get dominated in any of these these group matches. Right, because there's nobody to dominate them. Fjordor Smolov, he wears their number 10, he's plays good. at Krasnodar. He's apparently somebody you should watch out for. Igor Akinfeyev is only 32. He's been goal, goalkeeping for a long time. Alan Zagwev, you may remember, is, is a pretty oh, solid oh, that's player. There's there minute. it is, there it is. Alright, next team we've got Uruguay. Dark Horses! You really like Uruguay. I like them a lot. I I like them. I like them a lot. Maybe not as much as you but um, they have a lot of top-end talent here. Um, this is a team that has quarter-final, even semi-final level if talent. Great right break their well. Yeah. I think the thing about Uruguay, and I've said this on a lot of different things, that makes them different in this World Cup is the fact that they have the attack, they have the defense, and I think they finally have a midfield. Gia Hascaeta, Nandez, these are players in the midfield that I think you're going to get to know as this World Cup goes on because they're going to play really well. Also, they're still really good up top. Suarez and Cavani is a really good strike pairing. Yeah, it's, a, it's as good as it gets in the whole tournament. For them, I think they are probably the favorites to advance out of this yeah, group. Yeah, they have to be. They yeah. are the biggest... Be- I think Russia's a huge... Bene- everybody in this group is a beneficiary. Yeah. Because these are teams outside of Uruguay that maybe didn't think they could get out of the group, and now they have an absolute opportunity yeah. to do it. But the they quest- should win this group. The question away. is, can they beat the B team from Group B, which is Portugal or Spain? They get to the quarterfinals, massive success. They lose in the round of 16, probably disappointment for them. It's going to be a tough game against what I think is All Portugal. Right, there's a minute. We'll see. It's close. It's yeah, close. It'll be a tough game. Dark horses. Egypt. Mo Salah should probably be ha- healthy. Look, if Mo Salah is not healthy, Egypt is in a world, a but world like, of trouble. They could still get second place in this group without Mo Salah, I think. Which would be really interesting. They're not. A, they have some other good players. You know, the, the Ramadan, Stoke City Legends. <laughs> Championship <laughs> footballer next year, baby. Most people will know Mohamed El Naini from Arsenal. Uh, they have a, a personal favorite of mine, Sam Morsi, a Wigan Athletic player. He's just a random midfielder. They're a solid team. They play, you know, a solid style. They'll be pretty aggressive. I don't think they're going to sit back. But Mo Salah gives them, you know, the it factor. Also, their goalkeeper is 45, oh, which geez. I love. Isam El Hadari. He's 45. He's Sorry. playing in a World Cup. Yeah, that's not great. You will not be playing in a World Cup when you're 45. 
you will not be playing at a World Cup at any point. Your I would especially never, not when you're no, 45. I was never on track. I'm interested by this Egypt team. If they get out and they have Salah, maybe they can beat someone in a knockout game. Uh, without Salah, they're probably going to be hard-pressed to get out. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, final team in Group A. They're not very good, but they play like they are. They try to possess the ball. They play attacking Because it's the football. only way they know how to play. Yeah, they, they come out and they're not going to back down, which could pay dividends in the group stage. Sure. Um, they just played today against Germany, only lost 2-1. Germany didn't look good. Now, the problem with Saudi Arabia is their defense is going to be in shambles. Yeah, they're not, they, not going to defend a lot. But they could easily score two goals a match. And You, you know, my favorite Saudi Arabia stat? Yeah, let's hear it. Mohamed Al-Salawi was joint top scorer in World Cup qualifying with 16 along with Robert Lewandowski. You think, yeah, 16 goals. It's pretty good. He scored five in a 10-0 win against Timor Leste and another hat trick in a 7-0 win against Timor Leste. So eight of his 16 goals were scored against Timor Leste. He also had another Which, two against in case Malaysia. Which is a really small island country. To yeah, that then got disqualified because they used a Brazilian that wasn't actually Timorian. <laughs> I hate to see it. So if you take his goals out, he's totally average. Yeah, yeah, absolutely average. But hey, Saudi Arabia could be fun. I, I look, think I think the opening match versus Russia is going to be a great one. They'll both go at each other. Group B starts with Spain amid they're very good. Uh, I and think that's an understatement. Outside of striker, where they still have some issues that they need to solve, they have the best squad on paper everywhere else. Obviously, some other teams that are more complete have a good striker. Their defense is pitch perfect. Their goal best keep, goalkeeper in the world. Best, yeah, in the best form in the world. And their midfield will be the best in the tournament. We'll see, you know, how much they can get out of, you know, Busquets and Iniesta, who Busquets isn't that old, he just feels old to he me. He has 102 caps and he's only 29. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. They have a, and they have so much creative Iniesta players. is actually old. Yeah, he is old. But Asensio, David Silva, Isco, the creativity is off the charts with this but team. But striker, who do you start? Is it Diego Costa? Is it Iago Aspas? I, I low-key like Iago Aspas. I know you like Diego Costa because he bangs in the goals. Yeah, but Diego Costa probably shouldn't be your plan A no. when your team is this good. No. I think also they want a striker who can play possession with the rest yeah, of their team. Aspas. Yeah, which is to me is Aspas. Costa, not a possession guy. Sure. Um, this is a really good team, though. I think this the expectation should be to make the final. I, think, I mean, if they lose the semifinal... Okay, but they, they really should get there. Portugal, Spain's neighbor on the Iberian Peninsula. I said in the rundown, Spain, they're good. Portugal, they're bad, question mark. Are you convinced? I don't think Portugal is bad. I just think for a top-level talent, if you mm-hmm. want to put them in that tier, they have the worst top-level talent, the worst style. They don't play an attractive style, and they're really they're, they're low-key old. Yeah, because their defense is made up of Brutal Alves, 36, Pepe, 35, Jose Fonch, 34. Woohoo! Yeah. Rangers, Besiktas, and Dylan Yifong are where those three center backs play. Yeah. Rafael Guerrero lo- saves them from being just a terrible, terrible old defense. Ricardo Quaresma's in the squad still at 35, 34. He's still good. All right, we've only got 15 seconds, so we have to talk about Ronaldo. He's going to score a garbage hat trick somewhere yeah, in here. Somewhere. He needs to do it in the uh, a knockout round for them to do something. It's probably going to be against Morocco, though. The yeah. classic Ronaldo. Tap in. Tap in. Shirt off. Penalty. Free kick off a wall and in. That's Ronaldo hat trick. Ronaldo hat trick. The other two teams in this group, I think, is where things maybe get a little bit interesting. Morocco is a very popular sleeper pick under the Frenchman Hev Renard. There's a lot of players in this Morocco side that people like. Belhanda in the midfield, a couple others. I mean, everyone knows Benatia. People know... Hakim Ziyech at yeah. Ajax is, is one people really Sofian like. Sofian Amrabat. 
um, Kareem Al-Amadi. Those are all guys that can play. Um, they have talent all throughout their roster, and they also can play different styles. They can play defensive, and they can go at teams. I think their game versus Portugal will be you know, the match to decide this group. Sorry, Iran, we'll talk about them in a second. I, I really like Morocco. I don't think they're good enough to beat Portugal, but... They'll but make it the thing, they might not need to. Yeah. Because if yeah. Portugal loses to Spain and Morocco beats Iran, Morocco could be on three points. Portugal doesn't have a point. They could draw, and that really puts the pressure on Portugal, depending it could come down to goal differential. Yeah. They may not even need to beat Portugal to get out of the group. Which, they, I think the schedule favors them in that yes. sense, that they get the easier game first. But if they don't score two or three goals against Iran, they're, yeah. they could be in some trouble. This is a team to watch, and if they get into the knockout round... They could make some noise. Who knows? Iran. That's my pick to get second place in this Really? Group. They are. I love the way they play defensively. I love the team style that they play. So I he, w- liked what they did against Argentina four years ago. Very nearly got a point from that. Yes. I think they can scrape a goal by. I think a lot Morocco. of people remember that game, rightfully, that they almost tied them. This is a very defensive team, and they retain all of those defensive principles from four years ago. But this time around, they have a little bit more offense they can do some stuff with. Uh, Dejaga, I don't know how to say that. Sardar Asmun is one that, talking to Iranian people, they really like him. They think that he can give them something. Um, yeah, Dejaga is one. And Jakan Bakahash, who plays at AZ in uh, the Netherlands, he's 24. He's a pacey little winger. They might have enough on the counter they, to make noise at this they're gonna They're going to do some stuff with the ball when they break out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can get a result against it's Morocco. The, that first, that first is, game yeah. is so huge for them. Because you feel like a draw for that, and then Spain and Portugal are really favored to go and through. they're coached by... Carlos Queiroz. Yeah, that, that's his last name. You, you, need the Port- you need to come to me to the Portuguese. Yeah, but he's a well-respected coach, drills them very well. This team is going to play with experience, not going to beat themselves. France leads off Group C. They're really, really good. They are also France. <laughs> you are convinced that France is going to France. I somehow feel that France is also going to France. But talent-wise, goes toe-to-toe this with any of the best, of the best teams. Top I mean, to bottom squads. We'll say this We'll say this a lot. There, I think there are four teams that really set themselves apart. Spain, Germany, France, Brazil. Uh, and considering Spain's lack of a striker, you could say France has the third best squad in the tournament. Just talent everywhere. A solid back line headed by Rafael Varane. They've got young attacking talent, and they've got Grace a midfield. Mon, Pogba, Varane. Marsh- like oh, Edmund, not Marshall. Pogba. He's not in it. Dembele. Steven Nzanzi. Yeah, Stoke yeah, City legend so in the squad. And they have N'Golo Conte, who is one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. Like And K- Kylian Mbappe, who's 19 and is going to set this tournament on fire. Counterpoint. France. Here's the thing with France. Austin <laughs> and I both believe that in the round of 16, the quarterfinal, they're going to lay an egg. It's coming. It just feels like it's destiny that it's coming. We'll see if it actually happens. The rest of this group, also intriguing. Denmark. Can you name a single player on Denmark not named Kristen Eriksen now that Nicholas Bentner is not in the squad? Pour one out. I know who Martin Brathwaite is. Why do you know who Martin Brathwaite is? I think he's uh, just from FIFA. Like, I, I couldn't tell you why. Uh, I also I know don't think Jonas he's in the squad. He does not appear to be in the squad. Oh, well. So I know Jonas Lossel. He was the keeper for Huddersfield. Great. He he got that one zero oh, shutout. Casper Schmeichel's Danish. I should have known that. Yeah, That's poor that I didn't know that. I should have known that. Um, They're solid. This team can absolutely get second in this group. But do they really inspire you? Oh, Braithwaite is in the squad. I was just spelling the name wrong. I'm sorry. He plays at Bordeaux. Apologies to you. Apologies to him. It's a yeah. big accomplishment, Martin. You're in the World <laughs> Cup. Enjoy it, dude. They're a. Uh, this is a really unremarkable team outside of Christian Eriksen, who who is really, really Yeah, this good. is basically the Sweden team that I'm going to call the most boring team in the World Cup, except they have Christian Eriksen. 
He needs maybe three moments of magic, and they can get through. Casper um, Dolberg is actually one that's really interesting to me. The forward from Ajax, he's one to keep an eye on. He's he's a he's a good player. Also, Michael Crondelli has been doing this for years. He's thirty five, and I think this is his third World Cup or something like that. Peru. So happy they're back in the World Cup. First time since 1982 for them. They have their talisman, Paolo Guijano, back after a long and drawn-out doping saga. It's gotten the approval to play. And this is a team that seemingly everybody likes a bit. And this is a team that I think you should like. They're going to be fun to root for. I think the, the narrative of them being back for from so long and having their player in Guerrero... And they're going to be fun to watch, and that first match is so huge for them. Yeah, Peru-Denmark uh, is yeah. a very I think tasty the, the winner of picture. that match is probably going to get second in the group in advance. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't want to say too much about them. I know all these players, but I know these guys Christian are Qua- Christian Cueva on the midfield is one that I really like. Peru is much more than the sum of their parts. I think that's what makes them so fun. Ricardo Goreca, their manager, had about six weeks at Palmeiras before we ran him out the door because he couldn't win. But he did leave us with a bunch of mediocre Argentines. But he's a really good manager. He has done wonders for Peru. There was point in qualification. You'd think they would come even close to making the World Cup. But here they are. It's going to be fun to watch them. I think they can make noise in this group. Australia, also <laughs> in this group, probably will not make noise in this group. Look, Tim Cahill's going to score a banger, and that's about it. <laughs> and it's going to come. Tim Cahill off the bench to make it 3-1 against France in the opening match. Yeah, it's going to be a great moment, and that's pretty much it. This team is bad. I'm sorry. Australia, they're just not that good. Asia as a whole is bad. Yeah. There's not a lot of Asian teams that you really like in this group. No. Uh, and this draw did not favor Australia. No. Replace them with Saudi Arabia, and you can see Australia getting out of the group in Group A. Exactly. But you do not like the They can't here. get past... Denmark and Peru are cut above them, and then obviously France is France. They're probably going to put them in a goal differential hole, too. Yeah, they, they. I just don't feel good about this team at all. I'd be surprised if they get a point. Wow. Yeah, they were fun four years ago. Like, they were yeah. fun bad four years ago. Yeah. They, they made some noise, but Aaron Mui also is somebody who has never impressed me. I just want to get that really? on the record. I've watched he, Aaron he Mui so much. He impressed me in a 1-0 loss to Man City last year in the FA Cup. Great. He did not impress me this year in the Premier League. Did not impress Although me. Although he, he did lead Huddersfield to six points out of their first six. Great. Helped them in the relegation fight. All right. Group E. Oh, I'm sorry. Group D. Argentina. Oh, this is where I go ham. Oh. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are. I watched them in qualifying. I didn't come away impressed. There's a lot of signs around this Argentina team, and you should take notice of them. I'm going to have an analogy here. This is, to me, like the Cavs of the regular season with the best player in the world. All year long, the Cavs were terrible, and everyone said, this is the year they don't make it to the finals. This is the year. But the Cavs, whatever they do, they get to the world, they get to the playoffs, they fix their issues. Argentina, I cannot deny it. They've been terrible in qualifying outside of that last day. But the talent is there, and I think it shines Spain through. scored six against them. Well, six. They lost to Nigeria, a team they need to four. get past. They let four. It's an old defense, but the attacking talent is there. I'm backing them to get out of this group and win a, and win a knockout match. There will be more on Argentina later, so don't worry. We won't limit ourselves to just a minute on them. But I would be worried. The rest of Group D, also intriguing. Best-looking group at the World Cup. Croatia, best-looking kit at the World Cup. That midfield, you got to like it. Look, Modric is probably the best ball-controlling like ball controlling midfield in the world. Vrakotic is really good. Uh, Kovacic. 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 There we go. Real Madrid player. He, he doesn't start a lot for them, but he's also really good. 
And they have Ivan Perisic, who I'm sure fans of this team this know. This team should they be have good. Zukic up top. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. But it's kind of, kind of concentrated in that midfield. Uh, their defense is a little suspect to me. We'll see. You know, I think they have what it takes to get out of this group in second. Maybe even first, if, as you say, Argentina slips up. But it's there for the taking. I think it would be disappointing for them not to make yeah, it out of this group. I think so, too. And, and this is kind of a story that we've, we've had with Croatia a lot at the World Cup. But I think this is a really good team. They should do well. We'll see if they actually do. Also good kits in this group, Amit. Nigeria. Nigeria is so fun. I, a lot of people are picking them. I know you really <laughs> like them. The problem is their defense is very bad. or not, I don't know about very bad, but it's not good. Their midfield is solid, and then their offense is, is really fun. Uh, people will know Alex Awobi, Kelechi Ignacio, Moses, Stoke City Rogers. Legends. They have a lot of solid players up top. And then, you know, obviously Captain John Obi Mikel has been doing this for a long time. Wolford Ndidi is also solid at Leicester. Then outside of those guys, you know, their defense really does not have anyone that, that kind of scares you. I think they're going to score a lot. They're going to they're gonna concede a lot. And they might have what it takes to get out of this group. But I kind of have Argentina 1, Croatia 2. I feel like it's going to be a disappointing third-place finish for them because this is certainly, I think, one of their better teams. I was imp- really impressed with Nigeria against Argentina, and then I've not really been impressed with them at any other point that I've watched them so far pre-World Cup. But I'm in. I'm in on Nigeria. I'm in on them in this group. I'm in on them making a run at this World Cup. Prove me right, Super Eagles. And then the final team I'm in is just everybody's favorite storyline, Iceland. i got to be honest with you, though. I'm kind of over Iceland. Iceland had their moment. They beat England in the quarterfinal in Euro 2016, and that was it. <laughs> they they Congra- made a World Cup. Congrats There's 300,000 people on the it's, island. It's really impressive that they made it here, especially <coughs> it's not like the World Cup has expanded. They made it with 32 teams, uh, and I'm always going to stand for Gilfie Sigurdsson, Tottenham legend, but the talent here is just you know not there uh, with the other teams in this group. They play organized, however. You never know what they can do, but I just don't think they have the speed or the defense to compete with the other teams. You would think so, but then again, you also thought that exact same thing at the Euros in 2016, and, and they made yeah, a run and, and livened up that tournament. That's true, but I just feel like everyone was playing boring football, and they just they were, were slightly less boring. Yeah. It's not like Iceland played a great style. Like They played the same boring football, they just executed. I think this is not a tournament they can get away with that. Maybe they'll get out of this group. But I can't see them winning a knockout match. All right, we're halfway through. Let's take a breath. That was a long 16 minutes. Long 16 minutes. A lot of teams covered in that 16 minutes. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Group E, Brazil. Oh, man, love this Brazil team. Austin is a Brazil fan. Brazil expert. Brazil expert. First of all, he is an expert. He covers Brazilian football. He knows all these guys, but he's biased. Just letting you say Yeah, you think so? I'm biased? You're going to tell me this Brazil team's not good? I mean, they're good. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. This is the best team or second best team on paper in the tournament. Yeah. And they're complete in every phase of the game. Yeah. I mean, it's and they're coached well, too. Yeah. They're playing cohesive. Um, I don't know what to say. I think it's going to come down to the big games. Well, will they be able to score against Germany in a big game and defend against But Germany here's the thing. Game? They've defended against everybody yeah. so far. They've only conceded, I think it's five goals since yeah. they took I charge think their in 2016. Is the best in the tournament. The defense is not something that you would necessarily associate with them, but it's been freaking incredible. Yeah. And that is, I think, what gives me so much confidence with this Brazil side is they don't need to be world beaters offensively because the defense has been that good. So I'm very excited for Brazil at this World Cup. Yeah. Also, you know, Neymar... It, I don't know his fitness. I don't know how well. He looked well. really good in 45 yeah, minutes But he, he played that second half. 
if he's if he's playing his best, this team could win. I'm very excited to watch them play, and I hope you know. Obviously, I'm glad for the defense there, but I hope that they you know play that exciting style Smiles, that we yeah, know. Sure. For them. Yeah. Uh, excited about Brazil. Less excited about the rest of this group. We'll go to Switzerland. Switzerland is just boring. Uh, they have good. They have some top end talent that people are familiar with. Everyone knows Zerdan Shakiri. Stoke City legend, not going to be at Stoke City. Oh, no, yeah, they have to sell him for the same amount they bought him. I hate to see it. Granit Xhaka, people know. They have players that have been around. Uh, Haris Safarovich up top. Yep, he's a good guy. Joseph Dermich is. Stefan Lichtsteiner. He's I'm, a really good crosser. I'm zero percent excited to watch this Swiss team play. I'm sorry. They have a lot of talent, but I feel like they're a team that's less than the sum of its parts. Like I, ooh, like you never hear it that way. You you don't usually usually analogy goes. I think they have a lot of talent, and they don't play as good as their talent. Keep in mind, they're ranked sixth in the world by FIFA, so they, you know, theoretically they should advance from this group. I think either Serbia or Costa Rica will pit them. I just don't like the Swiss. Okay, that was the only team we've gone short on time for, and I don't even feel bad about it. Yeah. How about that Serbia side? Sergey Milinkovic Savage is apparently somebody you're going to want to watch this. He's World really Cup. good. That's what the people Everyone are saying. is saying that. I don't watch Syria enough to tell you that. I do know that their old players they've been relying on are good. Kolarov is good. Dusan Tadic is good. Nemanja Matic is good. And Alexander Mitrovic is in form. He's he's been banging in goals and banging him into the championship. Look, this is a solid team. Uh, they're organized. They have some good players, but they only really have like one good player in each position group. Sure. So we'll see. This uh, they, this is a group there. This for is them a to good take. group for them. Yeah, this is a good they should group feel good about their chances. Yeah. they could beat Switzerland and Costa Rica. They're in. Yeah, I think so too. Um, anything else? Bronislav Ivanovic. He's been. I forgot to mention him as he's the chief candidate for old and been doing it for a long time for yeah. this team. There's a lot on the Swiss. Uh, sorry, Serbian team to like close. Got yeah. a country mixed up. That's yeah. happens. Costa Rica, the last team in this group. They had a great run in 2014, but admit it looks like their team is exactly the same. Is that a good thing? No, because everyone's four years older. Yeah, this is not a young team. Here's where here's what Costa Rica has going for them. They have they have solid talent. They know how to play together. They have a style that can confuse. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's certainly different with three in the back. And they're really experienced. They're really experienced. And they have a really good goalkeeper. Yeah, Kaylin Navas is really can good. Win you multiple matches at a World Cup. Yep. Uh, they can go forward, too, with some of their attacking talent. Uh, everyone, but can they go forward at a world level? Or can I they go I, forward at no, a CONCACAF I think they can go forward when they're down a goal level. Mm. But they can't go forward. We need to take this match over. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't feel great about them. I like them a lot just because I know a lot of these guys from CONCACAF sure. stuff. But I, I don't think they have what it takes to get out of this group. You want to hear something crazy? Let's hear it. Joel Campbell is 25. Yeah, and it feels like he's... And he has 76 caps. I know. Because he's been playing since he was 16 at Arsenal. That's absurd. They have other. They have a lot. Brian Ruiz is their talisman. He's been doing it for a long yeah. time. Played at Fulham, now in Portugal. Um, All right, Group F. Another team that is really good, Germany. Defending World Cup champions. Here's the me calling out Austin's bias once again. Austin loves Brazil, rightfully so. Not a big Germany Austin fan. Austin is not a big Germany fan. Uh, look, man, seven one hurts. I feel that. I actually, I understand where you're coming from. I'll, I'll be the one to say it. Germany has the best squad on paper in this World Cup. They won in 2014. I think they're favorites to repeat. I don't know if either Austin. I think they will, but they have the talent everywhere, up and down their roster. They're just really good. The squad is just packed. It's packed. Neuer, Cruz, Arzol, 
Werner, Royce, Kadira, Hummels, Hector, yeah. Boateng. <laughs> oh, hi, Thomas Mueller. Haven't said your name yet. Yeah. That's and so good. Thomas Mueller is like their fourth most competent attacker, and he just bags in goals, too. Yeah. I This team, I think, to me, is a lock to make the semifinal. What happens there is when this team will earn, yeah, their, it's earn hard, their money. It's hard to see them getting beaten or troubled by anything before the semifinal. Maybe the best chance is Mexico. Yeah. Man, Mexico's so unlucky. Some yeah. really good Mexico, Mexico side. Mexico probably will finish second in this group and, and have play to play Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. If Mexico can somehow finish first in this group or Brazil somehow not finish first yeah. in their group, then they could have happen a, a lot of different ways. But I actually like this Mexico side a lot. I like This Juan is their Carlos best Osorio. Mexico side ever. I like the collection of talent they have. Carlos Vela, Giovanni Dos Santos. I'm a big Chicharito fan. I'm going to be rooting for this Mexico team. Yeah, lot, are like, you are you buying into the Americans should root for Mexico because the Americans I don't, didn't make the World Cup? I don't care about. I was that. with you when the United States didn't make the World Cup. It was a devastating thing uh, for me. I'm still not happy about that. It's tough. It was tough, but I really like this Mexico team a lot. They have a lot of talent. They're organized. They play well, um, and they're cre- like they're fun. They're just fun, and they're. Their passion is because one of the teams it's very evident for when yeah. they play. Also, Rafa Marquez. <laughs> still doing it, man. He's so old. Also, can't wear any sponsorship on his training kit because he might be the subject of a United States investigation, and nobody wants to get on the end of that. Right. Love it. Yeah, we'll leave that. Sweden. We got a minute that we somehow have to fill on this Sweden side. Are they the most boring team at the World Cup? Yes. For me, they are. Um, Forsberg, slightly exciting in the midfield. Other than that, this team just absolutely screams four points and a going home. Yeah, who are they going to beat? South Korea. South Korea. I don't South, even know if they'll we'll, beat South, South Korea. Korea's not very good. But, like, what excites you on this Sweden side? Gustav Svensson? Look, all I know is that Sebastian Martian is 33 and is really good at free kicks. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> Berg now playing in the UAE. Get those checks, Marcus. Like, I get why they didn't call in Zlatan. But I really it would have been so much more fun if they had absolutely would have. They would not be the most boring side in the World Cup. Yeah, they're they're just boring. I don't like them. Um, we'll see how it goes against South Korea. They, there's a Yo, scenario where they can sneak through with four, but, yeah, but I just think Mexico is going to beat them. Uh, that's what be, it comes. It'd down be so to. frustrating if, if Sweden got out of this group. Final team in this group, South Korea. It has not been going very well for them. A scoreless draw with Bolivia over 90 minutes at not altitude is not how you want to prepare. for Bolivia the World is Cup. bad, very bad. USA. The kids at USA beat Bolivia. That's what you need to know. Uh, Bolivia's bad. South Korea, not that good. They have one of my favorite players in the world. Sonny. Sun Hyung Min. So fun. Always smiling. Uh, not going to be smiling. Ki Sung Hyung. Swansea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they have guys, like... <laughs> <laughs> Lee Jae Sung is somebody that, talking to South Korean people, they're very excited about him. Uh, they made a managerial change fairly recently. They're not quite sure if it worked. Lee Sung-woo, the number 10, got relegated with Hellas Verona, but could be intriguing. South Korea, I think, is going to be among yeah. the worst teams of this World Cup. I have hope for them because they play an attack. You just style. want to see Sun do well. I do. Honestly, you just want Sun to somehow finish fourth in this World Cup yeah. so you don't have to lose him to Korean military service for two years. Look, he's got two chances left. <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> I think we should focus on the other one. Is it the Asian games? Yeah, yeah, like the Asian games. Yeah. All right, well, saw I'm hoping for you, buddy. Uh, this is a tough... Even if South Korea play well, this is a tough group for yeah. them because Mexico and Germany are just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Belgium, are we really doing this again? Look, the oh, golden oh, generation oh, is still oh, golden. Oh, oh. 
Sleeper pick Belgium. Look, here's no, the thing. Stop. If you I'm thought done. if you thought I liked South Korea because of Sun Hyung Min, <laughs> let me tell you about Belgium. <laughs> Toby Alderweireld, Jan Vertonghen, Marissa Dembele. They have three Tottenham players. Come on, you Belgians. I'm done with Belgium. Go make your quarterfinal and get eliminated. I'm just not playing. This is the Brazil. Brazil Belgium is a theoretical yeah, quarterfinal. Like, if Belgium, they finish top of the like group. they should scare me. De Bruyne's like there's so many really good. Wait, why does Marouane Fellaini? Okay, but not getting into Fellaini. But the rest I, of this Belgium squad, they have top end talent. Lukaku, Hazard, De Bruyne, three of the best attacking. Do you trust Roberto Martinez? Yes. I don't know you if I not say that win. very convincingly. I don't trust him to win a World Cup. <laughs> is that was that the Do question? Do you trust him to be an analyst on the World Cup? Because he was pretty yes, good at that. Yeah, I think I think when they lose, he should immediately be shipped to the FS1 studio. Okay, sure. They All have right. good cold so goalkeeper. We can, we, can, we can still get him for a, a couple yeah. matches. Oh, here's the other problem with Belgium: is for the tenth year in a row, they still don't have a natural fullback. Uh, Jan Vertonghen's <laughs> played left back. I hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, England. All right. This is the year. This is not the year. Here's the England squad. For okay, you. if it's all I liked Belgium, <laughs> let me tell you about England. They've got five Spurs players: Danny Rose, Eric Dyer, Harry Kane, Kieran Tipper, and Deli Ali. This is my team. Yeah. England is the team I'm rooting for the most in the really? World Cup. Just because. Don't you feel so dirty? No, I would feel so dirty just because I. And while I'm rooting for them, I simultaneously know that there's no way they can do anything positive. I know, like because it's England. Well, I don't want to ruin my prediction here, but it's England. Like, come on, right. they're the feature of two of our predictions, neither of which are positive. This England squad is made up of young players who have never been there before, old <laughs> players who are not very good, and Jordan Henderson. That's the England squad. Yeah, that's um, it. We, you and I were talking before this. Maybe Gareth Southgate is the guy to finally get. Them like you together. really think that he could be, but then you also realize it's still England's, and it's yeah. gonna go They're, wrong. I think this is a really fun team. I think it really They're is. Really it should fun. be. The Take away is, the England, and yeah. this is a fun if, team. If they weren't England, you would love these players. You love their style. You love everything. The problem is, is the prediction I'm going to give later in the show, and just stick around. Yeah. Uh, Tunisia also in this group. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we said we'd do a minute is on every Tunisia, team. Is Tunisia the worst team? No, no, no. The worst team is the team that we're coming to next. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about our Panamanian boys. <laughs> Tunisia's the second worst team. Uh, these guys... Wabi Kazri was at Sunderland's. Sunderland is now in League One. Make of that what you will. Um, they did well to, to qualify out of Africa. That, that can be difficult. Yeah. Listen to the World Football Index pod with the Tunisian expert because you're going to get so much more analysis than you'll ever get from us. Yeah, we are not. They will also know the players. I don't want to pretend to know these yeah, guys. I'm not, yeah, I can tell you I think they're bad, but if you want hope or you're looking for some log odds, listen to that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've heard of any of them, which uh, is pretty good. They have a guy named Dylan Braun, which doesn't feel like it's a very Tunisian name. I don't know. No. <laughs> um, yeah, listen to that podcast for Tunisia because that was unquestionably the worst minute of this show. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay a bit because now it's the best minute of the show. It's the Panamanians, the worst team in yeah, the so world. So hands down the worst team. So yeah. if you thought that when we talk about Costa Rica, they ran everything back, Panama's been running this back for like 15 <laughs> and it years. And it worked. <laughs> Felipe Beloy is 37. Yeah. Jaime Pinedo, their goalkeeper, is 36. Blas Perez, 37. Gabriel Gomez, 34. And they somehow made a Luis, World Cup. Luis Tejada is 36. Anytime you can start two strikers whose combined age is over 70, they have six players with over 100 caps. That's insane. 
This team is so old. How did this work? <laughs> and so bad. They lost to Norway 1-0. Norway is not in the World Cup. Oh, not even close. So here's the thing. Uh, before, I mean, this team's terrible. We're going to... When the more this podcast goes on, the more you're going to love this team. The more you're going to realize that say, we are hardcore Panamanian fans. I just want to tell you now, anyone that's American listening, this is an utter disappointment that we finished fourth to this team. To this team. This team. To this Panama team. We did not finish ahead of them in the hex. We're so bad. This team is so bad. They're going to... Be, but you also feel so happy for them. No, it's going to be a party for them. The moment, like... <laughs> Every, this, everything stopped the second they made the World Cup. They didn't care. Yeah. They're going to go. They may not score a goal. It doesn't matter how nope. they do. No. Nope. Um, I'm convinced their celebration when they score against Tunisia is going to be the best celebration sure. of the tournament. All right, final group. Amit, our last group of four teams. Who did I say we're going to start with? Uh, we'll start with Poland. They're seeded. Nice job, Poland. So Poland is a top game theory team in the world. Game theory. Yeah, they they totally they didn't play friendlies. Them. Yeah, which was smart. But they're still part. pretty good. This is a gr- this is a good team. They have they have top on talent. Everyone knows how good Robert Lewandowski is. They have other players who are good. Kerkowiak is one of the best midfielders. Many things. Lukas Pisek is a very good defender. Uh, and then they have you know solid goalkeeping in Fabianski and Wojciech Szczesny. These guys are good, but. You know, I don't know what they can do in the knockout rounds. I think they should be favored to to come in second out of this group. Yeah, they're benefiting from the decisions that they made to get themselves seated because they've gotten a group that I think is this group is going to be really interesting. Yeah, but also is totally doable. If they could beat Senegal, I think they're they're well on their way through. I it'll be interesting to see how they do. Thiago Sionek, Brazilian born, very nearly signed for Atletico Paranaense a couple months ago. Really? But then it didn't go through. So there he's you go. 32. There's your Brazilian, Brazilian connection. Yeah. Uh, Colombia. Oh, man, I want Colombia to do really well. I'm going to predict them to do really well. They have the only Palmeiras player at this World Cup. Miguel Borja, best striker in world football. Do not at me. Uh, James Rodriguez was really good at the last World Cup. Falcao finally gets his he, World Cup he moment. He won everyone's hearts. Yeah, like, everyone really loved James at the World Cup. If Colombia they can, are so fun. You yeah, just want they, Colombia. They to do play well. a great style. That yellow fills the stands. They're they're their fans are so active. They look like they're having fun yeah. on the pitch. Like we say that a lot about teams, but like it's true. It's for true Columbia. for Colombia. Wilmar Barrios, Tottenham Hotspur target from Boca <laughs> Juniors is somebody I know you're going to want to watch. Amit, he's yeah. a really good defensive midfielder. Mateus Uribe, somebody we saw in Mexico for Club America, oh, really yeah. good. He's good. Juan Fernando Quintero as a potential option off the bench. He's really good, but also never fit, so he can only play like. You know, 20 Wait, minutes. They have Yeri Mina. Yeri Mina. Palmeiras legend. Palmeiras legend. Davinson Sanchez. Tottenham player. Tottenham player. Gotta get those clean sheets. He's uh, he's one of my least favorite Tottenham players just because he was bad this year. I, mean, he, I have hope for him to be good. Senegal. This is a fun team, yeah. Was good in 2002. Didn't make a World Cup since then. So what do you do? Uh, let's get the captain of the 2002 team and put him in charge. Uh, they should be fun, but apparently he they looks, haven't been playing fun. He does look dope. He looks dope. He's the exact opposite of the Nigeria manager, Gannett Roar, who is the token white guy in charge of the oh, Sub-Saharan no. African team. And this one Cisse is everything you would want the Senegal manager to be. He, they're a fun attacking team. But they're not playing attacking, which they is the don't, kind of weird which is thing kind of annoying. Like, if you had Sadi Obade, Kanate... I'm not counting Mamba. No, I'm not counting Mamba. He's Oak City legend. He, he's Booking a champ- 15 goals in the championship next year. He's a championship striker if I've and ever seen one. Four goals in the Premier League the next year. Yeah, he's not He's not doing more than that. Like, Kayate, okay, he's good. Idris Aguay. Kulabale like, in defense. Like, this is a team. They, have, they have 
guys who have been there before and are not going to be scared at this stage. Yep. Like, Senegal's not going to be afraid to play Poland and Colombia, but their style just hampers them. I don't think they're going to really come good at those teams. Really good flag. Yeah. And the last team, 32 teams in 32 minutes, it's Japan. Ugh. It's not looking good for Japan. If you change your manager six weeks before the World Cup, is that a good sign? Never. Never. No, There's a lot of uh, discord, unrest in okay. this team. Um, you know, some people remember the names. They have, you know, Kaisuke Honda, yeah, Shinji the issue is They're, like, really reliant on the names. Uh, yeah, like you said, Honda, Kagawa. And, yeah. One Yoshida. Yeah. Okazaki. Um, the feeling is Japan is not going to do very well at this World Cup. Who knows? They may surprise you. Um, yeah. Do you like Japan's kits? Is it the blue ones? Yeah. They had pink ones at the last World Cup. Remember that? I don't think they had pink ones at this World Cup. I don't know. The blue, to me, is not their color. I feel like Japan, they should do better with the flag they have. Yeah. Like, couldn't you... Wouldn't it be kind of cool if they just put that flag on a kit? Yeah. But I feel like that's just asking for a sponsor to go right in the... That's true. You can't do that at the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, no. But that was your minute on Japan, so... <laughs> tells you what we think of them. I mean, like, I, this is a low chance they advance yeah. out of this group. All right. We did 32 teams in 32 minutes. We over... No, well, we started the, the pod. Yeah, we had, we had so some, we're good. Fluff at the start. We no, did no, well. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We did really well. Yeah. That was all you need to know. Don't listen to anything else, especially that Tunisia one. <laughs> well, <laughs> like not, like any team that we just kind of glossed over, like go listen to the WFI right. pod about that right. group. Because you'll learn a lot you'll learn from a lot. people who know. Like, <laughs> But Panama, we know them. <laughs> we are the <laughs> Panama experts. There will be no harder stands for Panama. No, like, look, Panama is abominably Panama is the World Cup after dark of the World Cup yeah exactly right? they're they're the the World Cup after dark all-stars yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. like if we could put together a team That's we'd what probably we'd pick that yeah. team yeah. a bunch of 36 year olds yeah go to their first World Cup just to hang see what they <laughs> can do I mean let's very quickly pour one out for the teams not here the United States so close Italy Italy look the only reason I put this segment in there is just so I can make this joke it's hard for Italy to be at the World Cup because Simone Zaza still hasn't taken his penalty from the 2016 Euros. Still running up. Still running up. Still running up. Just stuttering. Michael, oh, when's he going to take it? When's he going to take it? Which brings up a question I know I've asked you before. What's a worse penalty? Yeah. His or Michael or Bradley's? Or Michael Bradley's in the CONCACAF Champions League. Ah, uh, man. I love nothing more than a poorly taken penalty. Simone Zaza running from midfield to take his penalty and then missing. Michael Bradley just sending his penalty into Rosie. Ah. Uh, Good times. Uh, no Chile. No, no Netherlands. Chile. No Netherlands. Who is the team you're most bummed about not being there? I mean, the United yeah. States is probably number one for you. But besides that, um, I it's like a three way. It's a cop out answer between Italy, Netherlands, and Chile. If you wanted mm-hmm. to give me one, I just feel like Italy is a fixture at these. Like their style is so iconic. Mm-hmm. They have so many good players. Their fans are huge. also they're Italy. Like yeah. they're they're one of the best most storied teams in world yeah. football That's and they're not coming. So yeah. the good thing is the Netherlands would hear they definitely are the biggest bridesmaids in World mm-hmm. Cup history. So you, I could have bet on them to lose in the final sure. or in the semifinal because that's yeah. what they do. But right. but I don't know. Italy for sure. Honestly, the off-brand answer for me, I watched Uzbekistan play Uruguay. I wish Uzbekistan would have made it from Asia because I just find them more interesting than South Korea and Japan. Like, come on, we've seen this movie before. I don't need to see this movie. I yeah. like Uzbekistan. Syria would have been really fun. Um, but whatever, it's all good. Yeah, I kind of miss, miss Ghana just because yeah, they're sure, a fun the black team. Stars. They have good players. Yeah, um, U.S. Nemesis. Yeah, they had a really bad. They had a really bad qualifier. Yeah, they were not very. And good. their federation is 
not currently in some, yeah, could some be in some conflict. And the U.S., which yeah. I don't like the U.S. men's national team, but it's going to be a different World Cup here in the States without them in it. Yeah, I, I hope that I, I have faith in Fox to do their job, but I certainly hope that coverage does not suffer. I know that a lot of outlets are have been scaling sure. back. But Disappointing. I think, yeah. But what if Fox comes to us and is like, World Cup after dark? After hey. dark on Fox. Would you do it? Oh, for sure. It'd be so bad. I mean, We'd like, get canceled after like two games. Think, I don't know if we could be on TV. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't tough. think we're good for TV. We could try though. Oh, yeah. It would be great. Could deal with my man yeah. Fernando Fiore. You love Fernando Fiore, and he's the best. I I'll say this now. I do not like Alexi Wallace though. Great. Everyone else, Alexi, if you're listening, sorry. If you're listening, like I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got other things that you should be spending your time doing. All right, final segment in today's show. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Ten Are things. Are we trading these off? Yeah, I think we should trade off. Okay. Rather yeah. than go five v five. So 10 things that will happen at the World Cup. Amit and I each came up with five things that will happen at the World Cup. These are more discussion starting points than anything. I mean, they're going to happen, but they're also might not. Yeah. Uh, number one, I'm just going right into it. I should I should have like maybe organized these better to like yeah. save the drum. No, we're going right I'll, into it. I'll answer yours with mine that counter them. Okay. Both Messi and Ronaldo will miss out on the knockout rounds. Just, just low chance of happening. I know you, you're saying it's going to happen, but <laughs> it's more likely that Messi does because Argentina's in such disarray, and I know you, you really think Nigeria. Messi is more likely than Ronaldo. That's interesting to me. Because I, I think, think Portugal most... is, is is better than those in Peru and... No, no, no. Portugal is in with Iran and no, Morocco. I think... Sorry, yeah, you're right. I think Portugal is better than those two... T- more is... There's a bigger gap between them and those two teams than there is between Argentina and the I have no teams. fear that you just countered my argument because you couldn't even get the argument out of your mouth. Yeah, well. It was so poor. I feel so confident well, in my prediction. Even if one of them misses, I don't think both will miss. That's where you're, argue- that's where you're really putting your money where your mouth is. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Yeah. I wasn't impressed by Argentina. I wasn't impressed by Portugal. I'll be impressed if one of these, one of those two don't, don't make it. But yeah. I have both in the bid. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the safe pick yeah, for sure. but that's why we're making Those are kind of like the two, well, there's there's another one. But those are like my two big predictions, or those are the two teams that I'm just not buying in on at this World Cup. If you were if you were picking two of the big teams to be bad, those are the safest bets, I think. I think because so. Those are the most likely. A lot of just Argentina haven't played well, and Portugal is old and low-key bad. Sure. Okay. Um, Lionel Messi will score six goals in four games. All right, so you're buying in. I'm buying in. This is my LeBron James Messi comparison. Hey, we couldn't season. be an American soccer podcast yeah. without comparing somebody to LeBron, right? Yeah, I mean, got to fire off those takes about LeBron, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where, the, where's Messi's rings? <laughs> never, never done it before. Uh, I don't think he's going to get to the final because I, the way my bracket shakes out, I think Argentina will have to play Spain at some point. Not uh, great. Not great for them. Considering they gave up six to them the last time they played them. Yeah. Didn't have Messi. Yeah, didn't have Messi. But still, Messi's but not I playing th- in defense. I do think Messi will deliver this World Cup. He's too good not to. Uh, I don't think the defenses in that group, Croatia, Nigeria, Iceland. Iceland. That's where I think things stop. go wrong. I think things I, go wrong. So, to provide some nuance to my Argentina yeah. opinions, I think that this Argentina team is right on the precipice and one poor – like if Iceland – holds them, or if they lose to Iceland, I think you would see this Argentina wrong. team just crumble. Yeah. Um, I don't think 
they have a lot of belief in themselves right now. I don't think they should have a lot of belief in themselves. There's absolutely a scenario in which they have a perfectly fine World Cup. They make the quarterfinals go home. But I think one poor result, I think Iceland can frustrate them, and I think you could just see things crumble for Argentina. That's part yeah. of the reason why I buy. It's not yeah. just that I'm standing out That's there. That's fair. There. I, I think that Messi was so impressive last World Cup, he dragged this team to the final. I don't think he can do that again. But I'm just betting on him to score six goals. I don't know. Okay. Why. I just so, I think I think he's gonna have a good tournament. I don't know if they'll they'll win another game. Yeah, we'll see. All right, are we gonna make both of our England predictions now? I have three technically. But yeah, we should make both of our England okay. predictions. Uh, they they could tech, they could both happen. Yeah, they <laughs> could both happen. They might both happen. Yeah. Uh, Panama will hold England nil nil, and not only will Panama hold England nil nil. Roman Torres is getting Dele Alli sent off in that match. Roman Torres has come to the World Cup with one goal. It's and it's to get, to get Dele Alli sent off I don't in that think match. there's a match we're more excited for than Panama, Panama England. I'm so because for it. Panama is going to try to destroy England, phys- like physically yeah. break them. Yeah. And England... Because that's the only thing Panama match, knows how to do. After 10 minutes in, when Panama's time-wasting and Roman Torres has cleaned in two players <laughs> and Harry Kane has missed two wide-open yeah. shots, England is going to self-implode. Yeah. It's going to be glorious. couple of questions for you. One, I don't even remember what my questions were. I okay. remember what one of them is. Okay. One, do we know how Harry Kane is in June and July? <laughs> like, what if instead of, Harry Kane isn't just bad in August. He's, he's bad from, from June summer, to yeah. August. We, we're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, I love Harry Kane. He just, like, looks like a doofus. Yeah. Like, he looks like a doofus. Yeah. He kind of plays like a doofus. Like, he's really... Like, he can do things that aren't finishing, but he's really, especially on this team, he really only needs to finish. Sure. And if he does, England... Right, break. again, like, we yeah. made the point. Yeah. England could... But, like, <laughs> it'd be so funny if, like, he just can't do it. Um, here's my Panama prediction. Again, they're the official team of this podcast. They're probably going to lose about 5 or 6 nil to Belgium, and England will be like, yeah, it's Panama. And then Panama will do Panamanian things to England, like Roman Torres just headbutting and taking his yellow card and just being like, yeah, that's a great yellow card, Mr. Official, as you send off Dele Alley for stepping back at me. Uh, and then they'll probably lose to Tunisia and go home, but leave us with so many memories. Yeah, uh, that's all we want from Panama. That's, all for, want. that's Literally all I want is for them to get somebody sent off. <laughs> I don't even have to draw that match. Yeah. I have a, a sent-off England thing later, but... We'll go with this one. England will lose to Germany in the quarterfinals. This is my prediction. It's really not bold. This isn't a bold prediction. This is just me trying to make a prediction for the culture. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what England is at its best, losing to Germany in a knockout match. Gary Lineker once said famously, football is a funny game. 22 people will chase a ball for 90 minutes. In the end, the Germans always win. I think England is destined to lose to Germany. And I hope it's in an agonizing, heartbreaking fashion. I know I said I was rooting for them. But it's just so much better when English media gets so upset. That's the culture. It's the culture. Uh, Also, if England finishes second in their group, they will play Germany in the quarterfinals if everything else falls into place. I think it'll happen. Okay. All right. Um, You can go with another prediction. So here's a a real prediction. I don't know how bold this is. I've been thinking about it. And this is a top-heavy tournament. And I just don't think that a non-European or South American team will make the quarterfinals. I think the quarterfinals will be exclusively from those two continents. Uh, the best teams that are not from Europe or South America are Mexico. Dealt a very tough draw. Which, who we talked about, will have to either get past Germany in their group. They're going to have to drop, get past either Germany or Brazil, or Brazil. Or get really fortunate. Yeah. And while they're good, 
it's just really unlikely. And then the next best team, Nigeria. Probably either Nigeria or Senegal. Yeah. Morocco, maybe. Yeah. And all three of those teams could theoretically get out of their group. Yeah. But then they're tasked with tough um, matchups. Round of 16. Tough yeah. round of 16 matchups. Not a very and, yeah. You know, just do we? I, I did kind of like looked back. So obviously, in twenty fourteen, there was one. It was Costa Rica. Uh, they won on penalties to get through. Twenty ten, there was one. It was Ghana who beat the United States. So in, you were guaranteed one. So you were guaranteed At one. one. Uh, in two thousand six, there was none. Yeah. So, okay. I think that there will be a non-European or South American team, and this folds into my next prediction. I think it's going to be Nigeria. And it's going to be Nigeria because they're going to beat France in the round of 16. Because try as they might, France is still France. I have my France-France moment a little bit later than you. I think France is going to... Oh, hang on. They could France against Uruguay. I think they're the going to... I think they're going to France against Croatia in the round of 16. Oh, uh, you, you just have a but, different press. So you have them in the exact same spot as I do. Yeah. Just to, to a different team. Yeah, I just like... I think Croatia will finish second over... Sure. Nigeria. Why well, Croatia really, finishing first? Because again, Argentina yeah. aren't getting out of the group. Right. I really like Croatia. Also, I can totally see France losing to Uruguay or Portugal. Yeah. So, like, you really want this France team to do well. Yeah. But then you just think back about all the times they didn't, and they might. You never know. It's like, a good team. Stereotypes good team. are made to be broken, but also they're there for a reason. Yeah. So, see you in the round of sixteen, France. Enjoy <laughs> your meltdown in epic fashion. And for, like, this is a real thing. Like, we say France is going to France. For those who, like, don't know, like, France melts down pretty much every big tournament except for the one they won. Rip in peace 2010 France. Yeah. God, that team, never forgotten. That team was toxic. <laughs> there was some racist stuff going on with that team. <laughs> with their strikers who were who were black. It's, it was a bad team. Uh, it just didn't go very well. Their manager was bad. Like, in 06, they Franced it in the final, the biggest moment possible. But they Franced so they hard. They Franced so hard. Uh, and then I think the biggest one that we cannot overlook is not being able to beat Portugal without Ronaldo in the 16 final. That yeah, was, but Andre Pierre Gignac, yeah, dude. And I would be totally different on France if yeah. they sent Andre Pierre Gignac to this World Cup. I'd pick him to win the World yeah. Cup. Yeah, he's my favorite player in yeah. world football. He's real good. Yeah. Except he hit the post. Oh, I know. I, I squealed. He wandered it. I know. <laughs> he wandered it. Oh, man. Uh, this France team has a history of kind of messing it up, and they... I've always kind of had issues in the big games, and we both think that'll happen. All right, we've got official related predictions. I think well, this is not really a prediction. This is just a fact. VAR is going to suck. I hate VAR. I think it's the worst. Did you see the stats, though? I, saw, I don't care about the stats. They like, reduced referee mistakes from 5% to Football points. is not about reducing referee mistakes to me. It's about entertainment. And you know what's not entertaining? A ref making the little box motion with his fingers as he waits to see if somebody was offside. Let's trust them to do their job. Let's understand that they're going to be mistakes, sometimes very egregious ones, and let's play football. Let's have it be entertaining. Let's stop with this VAR stuff. It just is so annoying. The only time I want VAR is when we can definitively say black or white, yes or no. And you know the only time we can say that is goal line technology. I think that's great because there's no controversy with the goal line technology. You either crossed the goal line or it didn't. But you can look at things from different angles and see different things. There's no way to tell for sure. Cases of mistaken identity, I'd be fine using VAR for those two. But that's it. That's all I want it for. And I know that's not a popular opinion. Obviously, that's not the opinion that FIFA holds. But I am dreading having to see VAR at this World Cup. If VAR goes well, it'll be big for world football. Uh, yeah, but guess future, what? But it's not going to go well. It I, never goes I am well. so indifferent. Like, I want calls to be right. 
but I do too. I'm not opposed to Cole kind of, being right. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining when things go off. I don't know. It's it's really frustrating when a game has to be held up to to make oftentimes an irrelevant call. Yeah, and I also yeah. just think at points it can it just kills. Like, who wants to score a goal and then wait until you the VAR says you can celebrate to celebrate? Yeah, I just don't like it. It's tough. My referee relating prediction uh, is that someone will get sent off in Portugal, Spain, and Belgium, England. Why? Because those teams are players that know each other really well. Yeah, they do. And something bad is going to happen. Belgium, England is pretty much a Premier League all-star game. Yep. Uh, minus a few players here or there. For Belgium, because England yeah. is all Premier League teams. England is all, yeah. England well, is all- and also some championship players. How many championship players are in the England squad? Is it just my dude, Jack Butlin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Representing the championship, right? Yeah. I think so. I'll confirm that while you keep talking. Yeah, every, everyone else. Ruben Loftus-Cheek didn't go down, so it's yeah, just Yeah, baby. Yeah, woohoo! Go Stoke! Yeah, Nick Pope has played in the championship. Right, yeah, you know, I know uh, that, but actually yeah. in... The, well, I mean, Jack Bolton's not going to actually play in the championship, but he's a property of a championship squad right now. Yeah, exactly. And then Belgium, so they actually have... Um, Sorry, one sec. All right, your Belgian non-Premier League players are Verbalen, Axel Witzel, Yannick Carrasco, Dries Mertens. Sorgen Hazard and Mickey Bashwai. Yeah, Yanezai. Basically, most of that team is Premier League. I think there's going to be... But I think those Tottenham players, especially Debele and also Hazard, are just going to get into it with some of these English guys. You think Vertonghen wants a crack at Dele Alli? I don't know. Like, there's a scenario that Vertonghen, this is his one chance. I know Alderweireld wants out of Tottenham, and I think he could totally cement his way out by, like, cracking some of of Tottenham's, like, golden boys. Uh, Um, (laughs) I'm kind of excited for this now. Let's see, it's fine, because I'm going to be watching Panama Tunisia, the only person who's going to be watching that match. (laughs) The dentist of dead rubbers. Yes. I'm so here for it. Uh, Very similar argument for Portugal-Spain. It's actually not the same <laughs> way. I mean, obviously, all of Spain plays. Yeah, not but just all of them geographic rivals. Yeah, but geographic rivals, and then the fact that um, a lot of uh, Ronaldo just going up against Ramos and PK. Like I, I think something bad's gonna happen in there. I, I don't know for sure, but I would love if it did. There's actually only two Spanish-based players. Uh, That's fine. You don't have to have a good reason the, the, for it. They all know each other. So just feel they like all sure. know each other. Also. Knowing FIFA, this is going to be the match that, like, your Japanese referee who's just in over his head is going to get. Because, (laughs) like, and that's not intended to be anything negative towards Japanese people at all. It's just FIFA puts overwhelmed referees in really bad situations. And this might be one of them. Your best refs are from the countries that have Sure, that have the high, they are most familiar with the highest level player. And so I probably don't want the refs that are going to be refing this match to ref them. That's just, knowing FIFA, they're probably going to do that. Although I would be dope for a card-happy ref to get that Belgium-England game because you know I love seeing that yellow card just dished out left and right. It's entertaining to me. I have my last prediction, a Spain-related prediction. Yep. Spain will not concede I like until this. the semifinal. I like this. Uh, and the reason why it, I, I do I know why you like this is because they just have – one, they have a really good defense. They have Ramos. They have Pique. They have De Gea. Uh, they have very competent fullbacks, whoever they trot out there. Jordi Alba, probably. Nacho. Nacho. If they get Carvajal, he's also yeah, really good. If he's I don't, healthy. If he's healthy. They they played together. This is a team that's very, very good. They can yeah. strangle him with possession. And on top of it all, they have Portugal, Morocco, and Iran. 
and then they'll probably play the second place team from Group A, the worst World the Cup, the worst group World history. Cup group. Uh, they win that, then they probably get to play Argentina or Nigeria or whoever. I don't know whoever could go a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways. It could be Croatia. They pretty much have five opponents they play that shouldn't be able to score against them. Uh, maybe two of them will. Like I know for fact, Ronaldo probably someone's gonna licking his lips <laughs> over that late game tap in to make it two one. Yeah. So it might not happen, but I feel really good about Spain's defense and the way it lines up. I think they could get to the quarterfinals and not concede. Maybe further if it goes their way. My final prediction, and this is just a way to get into both of our World Cup final predictions, is Germany will not win the World Cup because Brazil will, but also Brazil will not beat Germany for the World Cup, mainly because I would probably die if that happened, and and that should not happen because I'd be so stressed out by that match. I think Brazil beat Spain in the final. I have Spain and Brazil in the final as well. I have Spain winning. Uh, I know Spain has a striker issue, but I just think they're the best team on paper. They can do lots of things, and they're just really talented. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because you look at, at the four teams that are the best in this World Cup, and even if chalk holds until the semifinal, and you the get semifinals France, are... Brazil, Spain, Germany, I'd be fine with that. I think yeah. both of those matches are ridiculously intriguing. Yeah. This is a top-heavy World Cup. There are four teams that are so clearly better than everyone else, and if we get them in the in the final four, it's going to be amazing. Those two matches, and are if we be don't, it's still going to be amazing because, because someone, someone's going to lose. Yeah, to someone's going to lose, and that those. Any four of those teams losing before those will be a, a, a really result. catastrophic result. Yeah. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, also, we're just we're just hoping for good football. Yeah, that's all I I'm think really it was, after. 2014 was a good football it was a very tournament. Good World Cup. The final was obviously are always bad. was always cagey. Finals. Are the goal was bad. great. I know, obviously, the Brazil game for you was really frustrating. It was. It was uh, quite a I scene. It was entertaining until 30 minutes in, then it was actually not. But. Euro 2016 was really a disappointing tournament in terms of what was being played. It was regressive. It was negative. At World Cup managers play good football. Yeah. So that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. It should be a fun one. Yeah. Bring us some entertainment. Yeah. We'll be here for the entertainment. And if you don't, we'll still find the entertainment. We'll find some stuff. Because Roman Torres is going to the World Cup and Panama's here and they're not here to mess around. It's going to be a great time. Uh, stick with us throughout the World Cup. As we said, we'll be recording semi-regularly. Look for something from us next week-ish after the games get up and rolling. Follow the World Football Index on social media for all the latest from them, including very serious World Cup podcasts that you should listen to. And also this, which you should probably not listen to. But if you've gotten this far, you've been listening. For Mitt Malik, I'm Austin Miller. Take care. Thanks for listening. And goodbye.